you gigalos welcome to garbage in garbage out i'm your host kelton and i'm joined as always by my amazing co-host grift how's it going buddy uh it's good sort of in uh recovery mode from the weekend um you know it's it's it's, it's always cool when you when you pull up to the party and people are wearing grift shop merch so it, hell yeah gotta, gotta appreciate that uh well i'm sure it's going to be something that you experience more and more frequently so eventually you're going to start to get offended when you show up to a party and people aren't wearing your merch you know it's been an interesting week kind of across the board the internet's been uh just kind of bouncing into the swing of things as the year of our lord 2022 continues on but uh what i wanted us to talk about this week is do a, a gigo classic episode uh, it's not a GigoCast. It's us talking about a movie. Specifically, uh, Eternals is now available on Disney+. Plus. And since we've all become Disney-pilled, uh, even though I haven't watched Book of Boba Fett since like the first episode, but whatever, I'll count that as Disney-pilled, uh, it's now available for everyone to watch. So we thought, why not? We've been dunking on this movie for three months. Let's see what all the hubbub is about. And uh, Grift, I gotta ask you, what did you think about this movie? Uh, I fell asleep during this movie. It's a real sleepy boy episode. Yeah, yeah no, I like, get it. But like, just if if you're gonna give your uh, characters basically like the names of like um, gods and like demigods from like Greek mythology, but just like mangle them, like it, at least at least make the characters uh, memorable and not shot like a sitcom. Like if yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, I, I initially I was like mangle them meaning you know make them women and minorities uh, the classic mangling oh, <laughs> strategy that takes place but no uh, yeah I think the fact that uh, these timeless immortal beings all speak like they're on an episode of the Big Bang Theory is uh, just a little bizarre yeah and, and two and a half hours of that like there really weren't the. It, <laughs> there really weren't um, very many action scenes even there was not a, yeah. no there weren't uh no and no like huge set pieces really yeah. which was uh what made things i think feel a little bit more bizarre was that uh there was a certain level of action you kind of have come to grow accustomed to on a marvel movie of where you're like well even if i might not appreciate it as art it is still a roller coaster ride and so all right, yeah. it's a B plus roller coaster ride, and this was like, what if a roller coaster ride was done by A twenty four, and it was like the Tunnel of Love with real like esoteric sequences the entire time? And you're like, well, I mean, I, I, it's different. Don't get me wrong, it's different, but I'm not sure I like it as much with that. Like, don't still try and be a roller coaster ride. It's this weird bastardization of both there's this bit from like the trailer where it, the, it seemed like the whole thing was set on like a beach like it's just the it, it was it was set on the beach where uh, bad cgi was rendered 
Um, <laughs> and it, like, yeah, it, 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 it really felt like the, um, the action set pieces, like you said, there, there weren't any of them. And it, the, the scenes that tried to be were all in these just very, uh, very like sterile, neutral, uh, wide backgrounds where it didn't, it was going for an epic feel, but it, yeah, wasn't even close to pulling it off. It's like, wow, they're, they're fighting in the forest. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're fighting beach, on a beach. Right? Wow, that's yeah. cool. Oh, wow, okay, they're fighting in London and cut away. Oh, well, okay. Then. <laughs> they're they're uh, fighting fine. during the, uh, the the Spanish taking of Tenochtitlan. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a real casual, like, gotta be pro-genocide on this one <laughs> yeah. uh, with the Eternals, which is you know yeah. interesting the first recorded uh use of the word genocide was by uh druig <laughs> he, that's right <laughs> he yeah he 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 takes that one uh you know leave it to the one white guy to look over and start you know waving the finger around looking at other actions of white people <laughs> Uh, real easy on his high horse there as he's been around for thousands of years um this is this is just a, it's a weird movie man like i i know the the joke for it had become like look at its reviews and blah 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 but like even if you were to go with what the uh it's not even rotten tomatoes score but like what the critics overall seem to think of it uh, versus what audiences thought of it, you're only looking at like a 15, 17% difference, which is like one point or half a star difference. Like people just kind of thought this was thoroughly mediocre and uh, I can't really blame them. I feel like the Eternals, all of the characters that quote unquote broke out, AKA uh, Kingo, of course, because, you know, he's going <laughs> to fight to get a shirtless scene in some Disney Plus show. And then, you know, the the Sprite character who now she can age. How convenient for them. And then uh, uh, Cersei, uh, <laughs> her, her lack of chemistry with Kit Harrington will continue, I assume, in some other movie. But uh, I feel like the Eternals are going to get kind of spliced up into the other MCU properties. And so Disney knows this. They don't care. Uh, they kind of just made the movie and they've moved on and already cut their losses with it. Mm -hmm. So uh, it doesn't even feel like uh, I can be super edgy by saying it's a bad movie when Disney has basically said, yeah, it's bad. We haven't even greenlit a sequel. We're going to start confirming these people appearing in other things. And that's that. Eventually, we will all forget the Eternals movie happened. So, uh, yeah, oh like, boy, what a time. In introducing these characters really with, with uh, a movie really felt like the wrong move um because th this was this honestly was shot like 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 one of the uh marvel streaming shows it, it did it really did it felt weirdly because the big like appeal of the cinematography was oh they're shooting on location and i'm like but were you shooting with the right cameras because you're absolutely right grift it did look like it was just another generic streaming thing uh, of where it's like okay wow oh the woods the beach <laughs> yeah. 
the CGI giant tower. <laughs> oh boy, the sky beam fight. Oh, oh boy, yeah. yeah, the the giant uh, cosmic celestial god being. Uh, look at look, just as as big as the planet. Look look at that CGI. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, it's shot on location with an actual giant hand rising up. Uh, that's that's what and we like want the, to believe. The the design for that like god thing, like they definitely stole that from uh, Evangelion right like it was very like maybe looked, i mean it, the eternals look sim- real yeah. weird like it looked like very similar to like uh some like large celestial being in that like sh- <laughs> i don't i don't remember too much exactly about the names and whatnot but i just remember like the the imagery with like the the six eyes on that like sort of yeah rectangular yeah. oval head like that that reminded me I- of a, of a uh, visual from that show you know, and the, it is very strange how they took like such a brightly colored and cosmic sense of the world with the Eternals, and they were like, "But what if a lot of tan, a lot of beige, a lot of black, a lot of gray? Huh? Do we like that color palette for our <laughs> Eternals cosmic movie? No, people aren't into this. Oh, but I thought you you all love Nomadland. Why don't you like this movie being dreary and kind of sad and full of mopey narcissists instead? Instead, huh? And like, if you're gonna make all the characters have these like names that are bastardizations of characters from like classic greek mythology like at least make them as like as interesting and as as messy and like shot in a more epic way not like from a few feet away slightly looking down but like they're still like they didn't make them look very uh large in the frame which is like if you're trying to portray this like sort of like sense that these are like you know uh they i i I mean spoilers they're like they're uh uh, like automatons created by gods basically um like yeah, re- yeah like rebelling against their programming but they're not like they're not really portrayed in like a way that you would actually like take them serious as like seriously as these godlike figures um no i i mean you're, you're it, the movie dares to ask the question about like what if angels rebelled against god yeah because they believed yeah. in their mission like, and their mission was to commit an abortion. We're not. We'll get, dive into that later. <laughs> but um, uh, I guess the one thing I do have to give credit to the director for, you know, as an Asian woman, to decide that like you're uh, the you're, the person that you then you're going to identify with, Cersei is also then going to hook up with someone on the level of Icarus. Like, good on you. I guess that wish fulfillment fantasy needed to happen <laughs> and to occur. Uh, and then so you can get with your backup boyfriend, Kit Harrington. Good job. Good job. Um, yeah, you would. What a, uh, what a time. You, yeah, you would. Uh, Rob Stark and Jon Snow competing, mm. competing for the affections of, uh, uh, yeah, a, 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 a character from like a female demigod <laughs> from Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> whose powers are i can turn things from one thing to another <laughs> which is really cool if it didn't always become fucking water flowers or rock it just felt like you can turn things into like one of the core four elements of the earth 
but that was just about it. It wasn't, you know, like transference of energy or anything else. But uh, needless to say, let's talk about this actual movie here because we're introduced to these gods. Uh, there are 10 Eternals, too many Eternals in my opinion, but it's Ajax, Cersei, Icarus, Kingo, Sprite, Pastos, uh, <laughs> Makari, <laughs> Druid, Gilgamesh, and Thena. Uh, oh dear <laughs> and the celestial Arashim sent them to earth on their ship the domo to exterminate the invasive deviants does that sound like an info dump because that was the first fucking title card right there <laughs> like just I, I I've been referencing it but the but just the 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 weirdly spelled uh, names which are clearly referring to characters from like Greek mythology yeah you got Ajax like Ajax you got like Circe but spelled with two s's like <laughs> instead of C it's different it's, you it's know different <laughs> enough Icarus spelled with a K instead of a C uh, yeah. Oh well, we later find out why Icarus prefers the K <laughs> to get involved. <laughs> and then uh, that was a personal choice on his yeah, part. <laughs> uh, uh, Fastos is supposed to be like Hephaestus, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Athena uh, instead of Athena, like where? Where's the A? I think I think they even reference yeah. that in the in the movie. And it, there was yeah, it's like just Athena. And like, yeah, uh, sorry, great. sorry to go on a tangent here, but the 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 meta element of the movie where they were like making a movie within the movie. It was, it was so half baked. Like it was so, um, just sort of like thrown in there at the last minute and didn't go anywhere. And then was just dropped. And it was like, just <laughs> way too much. It didn't yeah. amount to anything. It didn't amount to anything. What? Are you saying? It made the movie go two and a half this hours. Movie? <laughs> Almost like, and, and hear me out here, Grift. Maybe uh, that was the studio trying to salvage this movie by incorporating certain elements in with uh, footage like that. Oh, oh no. Uh, it, the the other it. thing I need to mention, uh, <laughs> I hate I hate it when this studio exec, I have to side with them on something. It really hurts my soul deep down. Because um, one thing I do want to mention is that this is a knockoff Justice League. Like you have a woman fighting with the ancient weapons and Angelina Jolie. You have like a, 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 I don't know, a flying guy who's super strong, who shoots uh, lasers out of his eyes. Oh, geez. I'm sure this Superman allegory won't be evil. Right? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and then uh, uh, Makari is a speedster able to run around and go super fast. Uh, it just kind of felt like they were trying to make... Um, their own thing going they, on. They even uh, reference like the little kid says he looks like Superman, right? Like, yeah, you know, it, which it, it, was it does, cute, does, I guess. Wait, so does Superman exist in the Marvel universe as like a fictional superhero? Is that? Yeah, you know, they they do that, like where DC and Marvel kind of have like this understanding of where like the comics are. Their comics are comics in each other's okay. worlds, if that yeah. makes sense. And so. Um, now when you're dealing with massive studio conglomerates, did, you know, the, the Disney corporation have to run it by Warner discovery <laughs> to get the clearance to use Superman? Or did they kind of say like, fine, be the assholes who sue us over this reference point. Yeah, we're going to, um, we're going to uh, move Superman into the public domain with force if necessary. <laughs> Disney Disney would do that just to try and fuck someone. Over. Disney Disney employing Blackwater to enforce like their 
they're uh, well, like they 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 already do that with like copyright, basically, but just like trying to enforce the movement of other people's copyright into the public domain so they can use it. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's all, that's the darkest timeline, I think. We're like, yeah, fine. Oh, no, by doing so, we've enabled one corporate uh, force to take over everything. This isn't what we wanted at all. Oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah, just d- um, different, different studios, each with their own private armies, like, stealing each other's IP. And like, <laughs> have you been to Comic Con lately? We're not that far off, Grift. <laughs> we, <laughs> all we gotta do is find a way for them not to play with styrofoam swords, and it's gonna be a massacre. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be brutal. Uh, so, why though? Why were the Eternals sent to Earth? Uh, what are, what's the deal with these deviants? Well, <laughs> the these deviants, deviants are, are these monster creatures that the Eternals. Uh, not the Eternals, the Celestials, uh, who are these like godlike forces of, of the universe, sent to various planets to kill out the apex predators of the planet, so that way then the intelligent life would have a chance to blossom and grow, which, you know, right off the bat seems to just be kind of digging humanity's dick in the dirt a little bit by saying like, oh yeah, no, they wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for us in the beginning. We got to let this intelligent life because everyone knows intelligent life doesn't make you the apex predator. Look at regular human history, for example, but you know, whatever. Needless to say. This was like a ancient aliens pilled movie for sure. Like every advancement of humanity is response is like the result of actions by (laughs) celestial beings or like direct (laughs) interference or like it's, it's implied. When Fastos builds the steam engine. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. When Fastos builds the steam engine and they're like, what is that? And he's like, it's a steam engine. I'm like, you are on a fucking spaceship. And you ask what a steam engine Yo, is are you kidding I, me right i want to see the timeline where um like ancient sumer got the steam engine like <laughs> i think that would fucking rip <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's also implied that like the uh deviants like killed the dinosaurs right like yeah 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 <laughs> which so no deviant skeletons anywhere no excavation crews none of that sort of thing pops up but it's fine uh the main issue though with these deviants is that uh they can evolve which i i guess no one thought would be a a problem which oh we just created a life form that its singular advantage is that it can evolve i'm sure that this will end definitely well for our intelligent life like goddamn there's that ridiculous line where it's like we're like we we introduced it to be a predator but then it became the apex predator (laughs) i would love if the celestial was like and that one was on me i (laughs) fucked that one up my bad (laughs) it's it's just told through info dump and clip montage it's so bad you know it's really, I mean, you know, it's a lot of like ASMR quality to it. Let, let's instead focus on the fact that what well, we're introduced to our main character, Cersei, uh, where she's working at a, a historical museum where she is uh, dating this guy, uh, Dane Whitman, who's played by Kit Harrington. And 
I wish I could say let's focus on that, but Kit Harrington gets written out of the movie like 10 minutes in and he comes back in like the last five minutes. So <laughs> just in time yeah, for the post credit scene. Yeah. In, in fact, you know, let's talk about that right now. Like uh, he's literally introduced just so he can be introduced at the end of the movie for sequel bait for the blade film. That's going to come he, he's out just, and they're like, look at you. So he's not just You're, like a regular guy, but, who, but he just happens to be dating this. He's it, a regular yeah. guy whose lineage is gifted a uh, something called the Ebony Blade. The Ebony Blade is a mystical weapon uh, that uh, <laughs> oh, great. different iterations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, he's a special boy uh, uh, with a magic another sword. One. <laughs> There's going to be no no King Arthur allegory here whatsoever. There are, there are way too many um, special boys these days. We, we, we have a surplus of, of special boys. Uh, really that actually would not be the worst idea for a premise. It would be like, you are all special boys, but there can only be one special boy. So. When everyone's special, no one is. <laughs> Giant special boy battle royale is all I want. Is it where you can like watch King Arthur fighting Luke Skywalker versus Spider-Man versus all these other bullshit. Um now, what I do think, though, is intriguing about the this uh, Dane Whitman character is that, like, the sword is uh, going to... He's going to become, like, Blade sidekick, I have a feeling, in the Blade movie. So, yay, I guess, more of him. But the sword also is connected to a symbiote of some kind. So it's also their way of trying to, like, wheel in the potential for a Venom of some kind a little bit later on. It also uh, relates to the God Butcher from Thor Love and Thunder 4. So uh, Kit Harrington is going to be uh, on a launch pad to who knows what kinds of movies with this. But as he relates to a character in this film, he's not one. He is just sequel bait, watch it walking around and being like, whoa, oh, I didn't know your ex was Superman. How long did you date? 5,000 years? Oh, I guess that's serious. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, I'm taking this incredibly well for someone whose world just got upended. Yeah, I mean, just the, having uh, Rob Stark and Jon Snow in one movie, like, I can't take them seriously as other characters not not even to mention just like like gods or you know uh, superhero sequel bait icarus is just a straight up superman you know in case people are wondering like what his power set is so he's just supermanning his way through a deviant attacks them so he punches and laser beams the the deviant but the deviant is able to heal and they're like whoa they've never been able to do that before let's go to our uh, eternal's boss whose one power was i'm a healer and then they're like oh no our eternal's <laughs> boss is dead Fuck. <laughs> the deviant killed her oh shit oh no <laughs> which you know uh I, I just kind of got a kick out of that because I was like, oh, man, oh, what, what a way you, you cast Salma Hayek. You're like, all right, she's in all the trailer shots and just dead. <laughs> like, all right. Okay. She just gets mobbed uh, by like four deviants on the ice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because again, not Superman turns out to be evil. Who, who would have known? Um, uh, dude, dude, like, I can't, can't wait to see that scene in uh, Eternals on Ice. 
uh, <laughs> coming, coming soon to a digital arena near you. Uh, the metaverse is going to be what yeah. happens. I'm picturing now the Lion King Broadway musical with all of, like the, the imagery that they use, only they're incorporating similar aspects to tell the story of Dro. Uh, or I'm sorry, not Dro, Crow, <laughs> the Deviant, voiced by Bill Skarsgård, of all people, fucking Pennywise is the voice of Crow, who, uh, underappreciated hero, by the way, because, um, well, we'll get to, we'll get to Crow in a little bit here, but, uh, yeah, so Ajax is dead, and then Cersei is appointed as the new leader, and that's when she gets the info dump that, oh, actually, uh, the Earth is an egg, and there's a giant celestial baby in the in the inside and our human soul energy is its food and so the celestial baby is <laughs> about to be born and so all of earth is about to die in less than a week whoopsie daisies and so then there becomes like this big question of oh are we going to kill this celestial baby or not <laughs> yo uh you believe in hollow earth theory i believe in pregnant earth theory uh, <laughs> we are not the same <laughs> it just felt very weird and it also felt like an unexplored idea of cersei is choosing to kill this one life so that way then billions of other lives on earth can be saved the celestials want to kill one planet so billions of other planets like earth can be made you know it, there's a there's a, a mirroring of that that just is completely dropped and not at all discussed <laughs> yeah. uh, because what little discussion they have is all centered on the fact of like well they're, it's going to destroy the earth and we love the humans. It's like, well, okay, like, but what are the humans really? Like, we didn't fight for our right to survive. All of our technology came from you guys. All of our bad guys are Hydra or coming <laughs> from alien stuff. Like, we have no agency in this world. So, what is like our crowning human achievements other than the nuclear bomb that Fastos kind of just equipped the US with on the low? It always ends up being like the thing that saves humanity from the judgment of these like cosmic beings is like, oh, you can form like an individual connection with one. It's like the the, the power of like human love or whatever. People like, can do that with pets, too. It doesn't mean, yeah. that you know, like the, uh, that was that was literally like what saved the world in uh, the best James Cameron movie, uh, The Abyss. <laughs> like literally like the, the the power of the the love between a wife guy and his his wife was enough to to save the human world from alien judgment Oh uh, um, God! And- I would love that—the eternal coming down. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, the celestial coming down, and just being like, the power of dudes rocking has convinced <laughs> us the Earth can be saved, but well, only uh, if Avatar Two comes out this <laughs> calendar year. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, he, he's got to take it into account. Um, if he, <laughs> you know, summing up the totality of human life and nature (laughs) uh christ yeah and so uh, basically this whole movie becomes like a we got to get the band back together uh movie so they try and find kingo and kingo's now a bollywood star who has like a really cool dynamic about where like an entire acting 
uh, dynasty has been him this entire time uh, for like 130 years or whatever. And I thought that that was such a cool idea, but they didn't really do anything of it other than just to kind of have a gag about him being a vampire, you know? Like yeah, well, because his uh, Bollywood dance sequence is a, a complete joke, and I think it's meant to be. There's a complete no dancing. Joke. There's like, yeah, there's no like yeah. <laughs> they're just a little bit of light, like they're doing like, like a uh, jerky movement. It looks yeah. it looks like the three a.m. last call at a at a hoedown <laughs> at a country bar is what it looks like. Like. You're like, oh, it's, okay. It's pretty low energy. <laughs> like, you and are an eternal god, Kingo, and <laughs> and this is the best you can come up with. You, you're not even shirtless. You're not even doing anything. What what's happening here? But I guess it's better that he wants to be a movie star than what like Athena and Gilgamesh are doing because uh, they're basically living their lives out on a farm in like a barren wasteland <laughs> desert. <laughs> which is just like cool i guess and that's how we're introduced to to angelina jolie because she has something called the <laughs> it's called the mad weary and it's spelled very uniquely but it just sounds like she's hella tired <laughs> like ah, uh, she's mad weary oh god oh no we yeah, can't go she, on. As, a, as a white woman she's so so tired just wakes up every day and is tired uh, but, like, <laughs> it's <her> battling <laughs> depression. Is yeah. All it is. Yeah, no, uh, but yeah, she, she, she and uh, Fastos got really uh, into cottage core. Oh and, God, and, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Fastos in a second. Uh, Fastos is uh, trying to live his suburban dream life, but uh, <laughs> where he's like, yeah, I gave up on humanity, and then I got some dick, and I thought, well, all right. <laughs> fine it's cool it doesn't create a weird power dynamic with me knowing that i'll watch my child die in front of me but it, it it's fine whatever we don't need to i guess think about that instead i want yeah. to talk about druig uh who's running a cult <laughs> like, he's, he's creating a jonestown in the amazon rainforest you need like, to be starting a cult you need to be building a compound <laughs> <laughs> druig really is drip set grill in there or whatever it's called um uh, fucking druig <laughs> <laughs> like he is for sure having them call the old right like there was no one over the age of 35 in that cult it felt very weird <laughs> yeah it, not there there weren't many details shown about it it was just there weren't many details of, shown about anything uh, they, no they no about, it was so sad uh but yeah so, so much info dumped on us that meant nothing it's it's just Okay, well, uh, what, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to have our characters meet up, and then they're going to travel to one place. As they're traveling to that place, they're going to be told all about this person. Then they're going to meet that person. They're going to gather them. Then they're going to go to this other place. While they're going to that place, they're going to get told all about who this other person is. Like, it just, it was that, the whole movie. And uh, just uh, absolute uh, failure, I, it feels like, in basic storytelling. But it's yeah. okay because I get to just think back. It's all going to be good with uh, good old Deviant Crow 
Crow, who is <laughs> as an evolutionary uh, as an evolutionary being, has found the way to life suck people and gain their powers, <laughs> and also gain their intelligence and intellect. And so he's gone from being like an animal to being an ape to now being almost like a straight up human. He's he's found out what that mouth do. <laughs> <laughs> But it is bizarre that he's like, uh, you know, I've gained the sentience, the sense of purpose. Uh, like, all all that we are are pawns in the games of these celestials. We have to reject this. But I can't forgive you for what you've done as you butchered my people. And I'm like, uh-huh. All right. He's raising some good points. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> right with you there. Killmonger was right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crowmonger was right. Absolutely. Crowmonger was right. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, so these these deviants that, you know, they did have the chance to form their own unique societies and gain an intelligence. Uh, okay, yeah, that sounds like maybe they deserve a shot at life. And then, nope, nope, nope. Uh, it ends up uh, just, you know, as we jump to then like the, the final battle fight, they just all kind of gang up on Crow and beat the hell out of him. <laughs> and they're like, well, and that's that. Ah, oh, thank God. All the deviants are dead. Great. Like, I'm, I, I'm definitely pro deviant. Yeah. It, sure. felt, it felt entirely like, well, okay. So these are actual, these aren't robots with giant little, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like a, a Cincy ball is what it is. Like a, a, a gold ball that goes into someone's throat and that's like your your mission details but it also is what makes an eternal an eternal um but whatever it's fine um uh yeah so as they gather the whole group together they're then like they're then told well how are we going to stop this celestial from being born and that's when they come up with the idea of a unimind and then they all make fun of fastos for him calling it a unimind and, and like, then they call it the Unimind. Yeah, like, and your name is Druig, and your name is Makari. Shut the fuck up about a Unimind <laughs> being a silly-ass name, you goddamn imbeciles. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And <laughs> like, if you then, like, trying settle his best. on that as the actual name, like, don't, don't complain about it. Like, <laughs> exactly. No one else offered anything up, and then they went with it. Fucking bullshit. It's like a Justice group project. Justice for Unimind. <laughs> I'm just saying, Fastos has probably had to come up with a lot of names for various bullshit that this <laughs> kid has asked him what that is. And so uh, he, he's gotten pretty good at it, is all I'm going to say. Um, so, yeah, they, they decide, okay, well, we need to figure out where the uh, Eternal is going to be. I, I want to say emerging, but it's really, it's straight up, he's being born. The, the Eternal... Uh, I'm sorry, the Celestial is being born. And so they send out their knockoff Flash character, Makari, um, to go and try and find out where the the Celestial is being born. And she's scouring the Earth. Uh, and I just got to ask her, do you remember months ago when it came out and the actress who played Makari was trolling everyone and said that she thought that this character was faster than the Flash? Vaguely. Yeah, I, uh, good times just that, good times yeah. you know that that's the best thing to come out of this movie and it, personally is like because they barely use her character's speed really like and then yeah the, just trolling to say like yeah i'm faster than the flash of course like sure why not honestly 
Yeah, why not? If you're like, if you're gonna be in one of these movies, why not fucking flex like that and try to start some some bullshit online? <laughs> and she did. <laughs> it was great because uh, a uh, female uh, woman of color uh, saying that she her character was faster than the Flash. Oh yeah, it went about as well as uh, I think everyone could have imagined online. Good times all the way around. Um, so white, white nationalist the flash <laughs> it was me barry i had to get rid of the minorities in the past the entire time uh i, I don't know it, it also then you know we're led to the big reveal that icarus knew what this game plan was all, all along and he was just trying to kind of run the clock out because he didn't think the eternals would be able to get the job done and I didn't feel like this was a twist at all. Like anytime I see someone who's being portrayed as a Superman type character and it's not actual Superman, I am going to just think, oh, he's the bad guy immediately. Yeah. It it didn't work on me. Like we are in a post post deconstruction of Superman. Like the biggest twist would have been if this Icarus character was actually like a good guy the entire time. And it was someone else who was the bad guy or something. But the the, the idea of, oh, it's Cersei's long, long ago love. That's the one. Like, oh, really? Oh, and he's the main bad guy. They were lovers, but now they're enemies. The, uh, the guy who was supposed to be upholding things is now actually going to be the one trying to end the world. Oh man. Oh, if only, uh, Oh, this conflict is so unique. Marvel. It's so great. Any, any movie that like make, makes a character named Icarus spells it with a K and then has like him fly into the sun. He does. Yeah. He's overwhelmed with grief and he flies into the sun. Like just, just fuck you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and for anyone Disney. who's wondering, I'm calling my shot right now, Grift, in that we find out that the uh, Eternals are basically all just hollow robots, right? And they yeah. come from this giant forge. I'm willing to bet that the uh, next planet that our Eternals visit, they're going to find the copies of the, uh, the other Eternals who are all of the people who died. Hmm. That's that like I'm calling it right now. It's the thing okay. that makes the most sense of where you have this cast that gives you flexibility on what to do. And so it's like, oh, people did like Icarus. Oh, cool. Well, they're bringing him back, but he's not <laughs> actually the same Icarus. Just like it's not actually the same Loki, but it's might as well be the same Loki. He's just a variant, blah, blah, blah. Only this one's just, you know, a robot. So it doesn't matter. Um, sounds sounds like a good bet. Uh, lock in that betting line. Uh, take the take the Patreon money, and uh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh God, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, so let's talk about this last uh, set piece, if we can call it that, of where the uh, giant celestial is being born. Its hand is reaching out. Uh, you know, it's it's birthing and it's life. It's being created, and the Eternals are trying to put it to sleep. Put it to sleep. Try to delay it, uh, so that way then they could evacuate the Earth. Even though they didn't let anyone know on the fucking planet 
that Earth uh, was a was an egg. They didn't call a single Avenger to try and arrange a giant exodus yeah. off planet. It just felt very fake because very like disconnected from the other forces in this world that has supposed to have been established by like what like twenty plus movies previously. Exactly, and it just like if a if a fucking gigantic uh, hollow Earth baby was emerging from the planet, like it's. Like, yeah, there, there would be some interaction with the other powers that be. You, um, you wouldn't think the, that, like, I don't know, Doctor Strange would be on top of this shit or that <laughs> Shang-Chi dimension uh, of other people. Like, it, it just no one, no one mentioned anything about any of this to anyone. Okay, cool. Thanos's daughter uh, uh, didn't mention about how Thanos is. Also having a brother who's played by a member of One Direction. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's Uncle Harry Styles for Gamora. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Great. Uh, instead, let's focus on this beach scene uh, or knockoff fucking fight that ends with them using their Power Rangers bracelets <laughs> to try and uh, stop this uh, Celestial from being born. And then it doesn't matter because Cersei lands on top of the Celestial and then turns it all to stone. The power was all inside her and the Celestial. That Then she used that power against them. So, yay, she killed the baby. Grift, we're rooting for a baby killer right now. What fight scenes there were were just so uninspired. Like I'm, I'm literally falling asleep right now thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> <like> just, just <laughs> yeah, you, you have you have gods fighting and you're just like nodding off. Uh, it's uh, almost like there wasn't a single human character where the, the stakes never felt real uh, at any singular point in time. But yeah, and just like how how this was supposed supposed to be marketed as like oh like this is the this is the Marvel film that feels like a, like an art film. It's uh you've you've got these you've got these uh promo shots of like you know the uh, be- like beautiful landscapes. Oh, there's gonna be like a sex scene in it. Like oh my god, the sex scene, like, the oh. sex scene. <laughs> 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 Icarus and his two thrusts at dawn. <laughs> yeah, it. But it, yeah, it, it it all felt just so like uh, robotic, like the Eternals themselves. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not even playing with that of like where it's Celestials who have no clue what the fuck humans are like. Who then are <laughs> trying to be like, and we're going to have you blend in with the humans. We don't know what human culture is going to be like, though. So you're going to shape it. And that's why everyone's going to talk like you, you fucking quipsters. That, that's what we want. That's what we can blame all of the MCU level dialogue on. Is that it's been these people yeah. running <laughs> the grift the entire time. I mean, when it's written by algorithm, like an algorithm trying to understand... Uh, Let's see. We we gotta be careful. Human, that's human that's IP relations. though, Griff. Algae rhythm yeah. uh, from Space Jam Two had nothing to do with the writing of this movie. Uh, Disney sending Blackwater to get the uh, IP rights for algae rhythm. Fucking working out LeBron James with Skill Team Six. Uh, oh, that's good. It's a. It's just. It's a real kind of uh, a wet fart of a movie overall. And I wish I could say, Oh, how would we improve it? Well, the answer is you make it a TV show. And then the breakout characters, you give the breakout characters, the movie. 
and and then you then you spin off the other characters. You don't throw ten people at us, kill two off, kill three off. I'm sorry, and then be like, all right, and that's that. I wonder what's going to happen next. The wacky adventures of these people. Uh, save it for the sequel. Whoa, they're all going to get judged by the big celestial at the end. Like, oh, I couldn't care less. Like, do we think the Celestial <laughs> is going to be like, no, fuck the Earth. I've decided that. I'm the big bad now. Like, oh, okay. Well, fine. We fight Thanos, then we fight God itself. Congratulations. Can't wait to see Spider-Man versus the creator, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to, uh, yeah, Spider-Man attacking and dethroning God. they wouldn't dare that's gonna be the issue uh they don't have the the balls to do it here but uh i i'm sorry man i i wish i could say that this would be a a a better time but it it was it was the most boring kind of time so i'm glad that we had uh a boring kind of episode uh sleepy boys episode (laughs) talking about this movie because uh Man, it it did feel good to get this all off of my chest because then we can now understand what people are talking about when they say, oh, but you don't get it. Blade is going to be good. You don't get it. No, uh, uh, the next movie with Patton Oswalt is Pip the Troll <laughs> popping in. And, yeah, what the fuck was that? Uh, <laughs> who the fuck knows is my yeah. <laughs> It is. We signed Harry Styles to five movies, so he's under contract now. And then Patton Oswald was willing to do the motion capture performance, apparently, for this character. So he went all Andy circus out for that 30 seconds. Yeah, uh, Thanos' brother is here and he's uh, challenging gender norms. That's right. (laughs) I wasn't allowed on Titan because I chose to wear a dress. Like, oh, wow, oh, oh, I can't believe Titan would be such monsters. Meanwhile, on the planet of Titan, they're like, no, we just hated him. He was insufferable. He thought he was, like, breaking all these boundaries, but, like... We've been doing that. We wear tunics. He just called it a dress. It doesn't make any sense what he was doing. What a time. What a time, though. Um, yeah, I, that, that's going to do it as an episode. That's where I want to end uh, our Eternals review. So, uh, Grift, tell people, where can they find you? What have you got going on? Uh, as always, uh, Grift.shop. Uh, I'm going to throw in a plug for the GigoCast merch on there. Uh, we got... Uh, the, the classic logo uh, printed or embroidered on stuff. Uh, also, uh, Yellowstone uh, logo merch coming soon. So if you're if you're uh, if you're uh, down for our uh, Patreon coverage of the most watched, least reviewed um, show on uh, on uh, right wing television, uh, you you can find it. You can find it at the uh, Gigo Patreon. And, and for anyone who's like, oh boy, I can't wait to sign up for the Patreon so that way then they can rip into Yellowstone. I got a shock for you. It, it's not half bad. <laughs> no, it's no, it's mostly us like in, like laughing and enjoying our uh, collective Yellowstone viewing experience. Yes, so it, it's very different from the normal uh, vibe. I think we 
push out, which is like, ah, oh, pop culture sucks. No, like we just found a bit of pop culture that I think is actually pretty good. So yeah, uh, please everyone go ahead and uh, check that out. Uh, it felt good to kind of be getting back into the swing of things with uh, this Eternals docket. Can't wait for us to actually cover like a good movie instead of uh, one that's like uh, a limp-wristed hand job of a film. Like one done <laughs> purely out of obligation, you know, like uh, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, follow yeah. the podcast, though, on Twitter at Gigocast. And like making like I we've made so many Kingo jokes that I, I felt I, I felt it would be a disservice to this piece of media to not at least put put the final nail in the Eternals coffin and actually cover it. <laughs> and then, as it turns out, maybe us recording an episode three months after the, the movie disappointed at the box office and has zero cultural impact. Well, guess what? That's the final nail in the coffin. That's us putting flowers on the grave. That's what it is. Is what it is. R.I.P. Bozo. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, until next time, y'all. Bye. Peace.